0: Shalom, everybody. <clears throat> We're continuing where we left off in Likute Alachot, section called Orach Chaim, the laws of the Thanksgiving blessings, Birkat Hodaah. Uh, discourse number six, Halachavav. We're in paragraph four, which is a lengthy paragraph. We're about one-tenths into the par- into this paragraph. where Nosson now is going to dissect parts of the Thanksgiving offering, the korban todah, showing how they relate to the various concepts in this amazing lesson 24. But the main thing Rav Nossin wants to point out is the korban todah represents joy in performing mitzvot. It can be looked at like this, that the korban is the mitzvah, the actual sacrifice is the mitzvah offering. And the t'oda, the Thanksgiving on this uh, Thanksgiving offering, is like the joy in doing the mitzvah. Because the whole sacrifice itself, this korban t'oda, the whole representation, is joy. It's given because of joy of being freed and rescued and saved from a dangerous situation. Where in the first place, the person was thrown into the dangerous situation, like Rav Nosen explained earlier, because of sadness. Sadness leading a person into deeper exile and into more danger. Coming out is a miracle, which leads to joy, because that's the antithesis of the exile itself, sadness being exile, the antithesis is joy, and salvation from the exile, from sadness, that's joy also, that's the miracle. So the whole korban signifies joy in serving Hashem, joy in doing mitzvot. Okay? And now we're going to see how Rav sin is now Gonna break up the parts of the korban, showing how they relate different stages of this amazing lesson twenty-four that we went through. A summary in the last paragraph. So he says like this, Rav Nossim Again, about one-tenths into this lesson, into this paragraph. This is the idea of the four types of bread that are brought with the thanksgiving offering, the actual animal, and that we said, that this thanksgiving offering is the whole idea, the epitome of representation of the joy in doing a mitzvah. Just don't forget, there's the mitzvah itself, and there's the joy in doing the mitzvah, which is also another mitzvah, believe it or not. Like Rabbi Nubachi says on Parshat Naso. He says that every mitzvah has the mitzvah itself, and the joy in doing the mitzvah is also another mitzvah, believe it or not. Okay, and this whole Korban represents the idea of joy in doing the mitzvah. So, now the four types of bread: the four types of bread brought with this Thanksgiving offering correspond to the four types of rectifications that we mentioned in the last paragraph. We're going to go now go into them step by step. That are activated, that are done through joy and mitzvah performance. Number one. Ki matzot. There's the first type of bread. Ten breads called chalot matzot. A chala, like a bread, a chala, but made out of matzah. It's unleavened. It's not leavened. It's unleavened chala. So this first... Type of bread of the four categories which like again we said there's ten of them brought Zebe Malchut Rav Nossin starts by saying this corresponds to the lowest of the ten Sefirot which is called Malchut Malchut is kingship, the sovereignty of Hashem and in exile this Malchut has descended and fallen into the realm of unholiness and it's our mission in this world to elevate the Malchut of Hashem, the kingship of God, to bring it back to its source, bring it back to Hashem. So Malchut, Rav Nosan says, Shenikret Khala. the Tikkun Ezoah, Rav Nosan is quoting Tikkun Ezoah, Tikkun number 16, page 31a, that Malchut is called Chala, you can go into a little details how it's connected. Why, first of all, the establishment by the Tikun Zohar that Malchut and Chala are synonymous. Why? Let's see how Rav Nosan explains it. She'shira Memgimul Mem the amount of flour in order to constitute what's called Chala, Halachakli, so that when a person makes this amount of flour with the water added afterwards and making dough out of it, then it becomes required to take off chala. You have to take off the chala with a blessing, right? Chala Truma, it's called. It's this week's Parsha, by the way. Parsha Shlach, the week we just saw right now. And the measurement is the equivalent of 43 eggs. The weight, the volume of weight of 43 eggs is what constitutes the amount of flour that requires you to take off chala when you make it, when you mix it with water and yeast, etc. Minimum forty-three eggs, which is approximately a kilo and a half. This depends on the opinions; is there different opinions? A kilo, six hundred grams. A kilo, four hundred. A kilo, eight hundred. There's different opinions. Okay, some even go up to two, two kilos. There's different opinions in halacha according to each person, according to their custom and which which way they follow. But it's forty-three equivalent eggs. That's the amount of challah. So the word in Hebrew for forty-three can be spelled Gam. 40 is Mem, 3 is Gimel, Mem Gimel, Mem Gimel, 43 eggs. Reverse the the letters, you can spell it 4, 2, also you can do 3 plus 20. You do the 20 plus 3, or you can do 3 plus 20. So when you do 3 plus 20, it's Gam. Gimel and then Mem. And Gam, Rav points out, Bechinat Gam Zot. Gam refers to its connection to the word Zot. Because in Hebrew there's a term brought down many times in the Torah. He's going to bring this verse coming up. Even though gamzot, even though this following is the is the fact, it's like in a statement in talking. So he wants to point out Rav Nosim that because gam is used commonly in this phrase of gamzot, so there's a connection between gam and zot, and this Rabbi Nachman himself brings this connection. Take a look in Rabbi Nachman's lesson, Likute lesson 55, which is called, the, le- the name of the lesson is called Abba Shaul. Every lesson in Likute has a title also. taken from the opening paragraph, the opening verse, or, or, or phrase from the sages, from the Gemara, or from the Zohar, etc. So here in this case, it's called Abba Shaul. That's how the lesson opens up with the name Abba Shaul. There, <coughs> Rabbi Nachman makes the connection between Gam, which we see is Chala, the idea of Chala, and Zot. Zot is known in the Kabbalah. Zot means her, and feminine, this, but a feminine this. Zot in the Kabbalah refers to Malchut, which is also a feminine aspect. Okay? shizeu Bechinat. There Rabbi Nachman, so Rabbi Nachman makes the connection between Gam and Zot, because they appear together that means gum brushes off on zot, in other words, it derives from zot. What is zot? Malchut. So gum, the term gum also, which happens to be forty-three, which is the measurement of eggs required for for, for taking challah for what's called constituted halachic challah halachic bread requiring the blessing of removing the challah chuma taken off from that dough. Okay, it's all connected. Gam with Zot, he connects it together. So Zot is Malchut. Gam also is Malchut. And, and Rabbi Nachman there, in lesson 55, brings it on the verse that Shezeu Bechinat, this is the verse in Va'ikra, in, in the book Va'ikra, chapter 26, verse 44. This is Parshat Bechukotoy, by the way. This is how Rabbi Nachman learns, out, learns it out, that it's Malchut. The, the, the literal translation is like this. Hashem says, and even though they, the Jews, will be in the land of their enemies in exile, Hashem says, Lo me'astim b'riti itam, ki Hashem even though that my Jews, that, that my Jewish people, my nation will be in the land of their enemies in exile, nevertheless, I will not defile my covenant with them. I will not like dis- be disgusted with them and have no longer any association with them, I will still maintain my covenant of attachment to the Jewish people even though they're in exile. So the verse is reading, even though they, and the you, you, the little the, the, the translation, the idea is, they, referring to the Jewish people, are in the land of the nations, of, the, of their enemies. Rebbe Nachman reads the verse like this, and even though, Gamzot, the term Gamzot biotam, when it is when it referring to Gamzot, which is feminine, zot is feminine. Even though the Gamzot, which is malchut, is in the land of the enemies. In other words, the malchut of holiness has descended into exile. Okay, that's how Rabbi is reading this verse. Va'af, and even though Gamzot, which is malchut. Like the Zohar says, Zot is malchut. Biotam, when it is fallen in the land of their enemies, Zot I know is malchut. The fact that the verse reads also Gam Zot, so this how Rebbe connects Gam to Zot. Because the verse is reading, and even though Gam Zot, one term, Gam Zot, Gam being Zot, which is malchut. So that, Therefore, with this, we can brush it off. Rav Nossan is using that to say that challah, which is made from 43 eggs, which is gematria gam, is referring to malchut also. And the essence of the exile of Malchut is that sadness takes place. It's in the, Malchut has fallen into the domain of sadness and depression. That's the essence of exile. That people are sad. They cannot be happy with, with their connection to God. As we mentioned earlier. That's the essence of exile. And then, like we said in Lesson 24, וכשעוסין Mitzvah When you do a mitzvah with joy, again, to be joyous on your own, it's hard. So what do you need? Like a flame, if there's no wick for the flame to dwell upon, there can be no fire. If there's no no wick which is drawing into the oil, you cannot burn the oil to make it into a flame. You need the wick to burn on it. So too, for a person to be happy, he needs the happiness to rest upon something. He needs a physical... Essence or some spiritual physical representation of a spiritual essence to re- rest upon in order to be activated. That's what Rabbi Nachman coins the term Simchat Mitzvah. There's the joy, there is joy, which the sages say. What is called joy in this world? Only joy connected to a mitzvah. A person cannot be happy of this world exclusively. There's no true joy from this world. It's only when we use this world, world to do mitzvot, then we can be happy with this world. That I put on tefillin, I took an animal and, and bought, I purchased uh, a tefillin which was made from the leather, the, the skin of an animal, and the parchments and everything, and I did a mitzvah with the world, then I can be happy. I'm connecting this world to Hashem. Ah, I can use something from this world and that is where I can rest true happiness upon. That's called Simchat Mitzvah. So here also, in order to elevate the Malchut of Hashem, which has fallen into sadness and depression, which is exile, I need to bring it out to be happy. But I can't be happy because I'm trapped in the also. So what can I do? even though I'm trapped in exile with the malchut of Hashem, still by doing a mitzvah with joy, I now can do a mitzvah, so the mitzvah enables me to be able to be joyous, because I, I have the choice and the possibility and the option to do the mitzvah with joy, that is my key to elevating the malchut out of the exile. That's how I can get gam zot removed from the exile, the land of the enemies. This is what Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 24. The first initial stage is Simchat joy join doing a mitzvah. That releases Malchut, the lowest sephira of the 10th Svirot, right, which, belong, which ideally should be on the top, but it's at the bottom. It's in the sephirot, uh, in the world of Svirot, the lowest sphera of an upper world, of that dimension is like the top sphere of the lower dimension, the lower world. So Malchut really it's kingship, but for the lower world. Our goal is to elevate it higher. And in our case also, the Malchut of Hashem in general, that we're now in exile, it's in, sa- it's in exile, it's in sadness. How how and what can we do to release it? We can, by being happy, and in particular, specifically, in being happy and doing a mitzvot. That's what Nachman teaches in this Lesson 24. Okay? That this is the idea mentioned in the lesson also, that the malchut of, of Hashem is elevated, elevated from the husks, the evil forces mentioned above in lesson 24. And Rav is pointing out, This is done in the actual sacrifice itself. It's represented in the Korban Todah, the Thanksgiving offering, which also, by the way, activates, it's a mitzvah in itself, that in the details of the mitzvah itself, it's also activating all the rectifications of of bringing the malchut back to its rightful place, up to all the way, up up, up to the Keter, like we're going to see. So, he's saying here, Ibn Nossim, the Chalot Matzot, which Chala represents 43, that's the measurement, the, the amount required of Chala, and Gam is re- 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 connected to reflects zot which is Malchut. So the challot matzot offered is basically bringing up elevating the Malchut from the evil forces. That's what it's in itself it's doing this mitzvah, these ten breads of chalot matzot. So the challot matzot simchata mitzvah that in it itself it is the concept of the joy in doing the mitzvah as we mentioned above. So in this mitzvah itself you have the representation of Simchata mitzvah It's amazing. Now Rav Nosin is going to open up the Korban Todah. In the mitzvah itself, all mitzvah refer to having it simchav during the Mitzvah, But sticks out the Korban Todah, the Thanksgiving offering, that every detail of the sacrifice, this offering, shows what's happening of any mitzvah. Unbelievable. That's why it's so powerful, this mitzvah of the, of the Thanksgiving offering. And like Rav Nossin said already, we saw earlier in paragraph 2, that in the future all sacrifices will cease to exist. The only sacrifice that will continue to exist is the thanksgiving offering because that offering represents the whole, whole combination of all the mitzvot in the Torah is the joy of doing the mitzvah, which is the key. Because Hashem wants us to serve Him in joy. The punishment of not serving Hashem is not served in, in Prashat Ki tavo, where it says all the curses and all the punishments. It says there because you didn't serve Hashem out of joy. It doesn't say because you didn't serve Hashem. Because you didn't serve Hashem with joy. That's the whole problem here. That's the whole cause for punishment and exile and suffering. So this is the Korban Toda and its representation. And we will now eventually continue God willing later on, showing how all other parts are related to the continuation of the elevation of the Malchut up to its source, to Simchat mitzvah the joy in doing a mitzvah.